live in Nashville, Tennessee. You are listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. Nashville's number one daily podcast. Brought to you by Think Nashville. Think Nashville. Think Brad. Think Brad. It's Nashville Daily Podcast. Hey, Nashville. Happy Friday. I'm Stuart Deming, the co-host of this podcast. This is Nashville Daily Podcast. Aaron, good morning. How's it going? It's going well. Today's episode is brought to you by Brad Reynolds. If you're looking for real estate in the Middle Tennessee market, you need to contact our sponsor, Brad, at thinkbrad.com. I believe his email address is brad at thinkbrad.com. And also his number is 615-856-3270. If you're looking for real estate, he is your guy. We're going to be talking about a few interesting things today, Aaron. Uh, The first one is... uh, the Senate in the House of uh, State of Tennessee is going to be potentially cutting this in half. They voted on this. We'll talk about the Metro Council in half. We'll talk about that here in a second. Yep. We're also talking about a mansion that's uh, in South Nashville that's famous for a few things. And then For we're, being a mansion. For being a mansion. And then uh, <laughs> the last thing on today's uh, docket is a new neighborhood in Nashville. Who would have thought? Theoretically. We'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. I, I, I do want to say uh, this week we've had a ton of great interviews. Yeah. Um, especially was Jeff Syracuse this week. I think was so. Was he last week? Let it me all, look, it, literally, let me it look all up the calendar. And, uh, and we talk about the issue of the Tennessee state government potentially uh, uh, cutting the amount of seats in Metro Council f- from 40 to 20. So if you want to hear a perspective from a Metro Council Council member on that, check out that interview with Jeff Syracuse just a few days ago. Uh, What happened last week? Last Tuesday. It all runs together. We've had so many great people on. Um, Let us know who your favorite interview has been over the past few uh, episodes. And uh, let us know who you want to hear more from. Um, if you want to hear l- less people on the podcast and, and more uh, development, more, or you just want to t- talk more national, let us know as well. Uh, because we, we've been in this new format for now 28 episodes. Yeah. No, no, no. Longer than that. 20, no. 28 episodes. 20, 28 episodes. 1,000. Um, and, and so we're still filling it out to give us some feedback. Also, if you are not following us on YouTube, uh, at Nashville Daily Podcast. Uh, we're posting a lot of great clips from the podcast there on YouTube Shorts, uh, as well as I think we're going to start uh, morphing those over into Instagram and TikTok at it's Nashville Daily been, Podcast. Yeah, it's already been on Instagram for a while. Um, so if you are uh, following us on there, great. If you're not, uh, you'll see some great highlights from the podcast on uh, those channels. So the Metro Council of Nashville may be cut in half, and uh, it's looking like a very realistic possibility now. So let's give a little context to this. Uh, back in August of 2022, the city of Nashville rejected the RNC from coming into Nashville in 2024. So technically they rejected sending a bid a bid to yes. the RNC. But in July they did actually reject for that first like reading. Oh, so yeah, yeah they yes. didn't reject the RNC from doing anything. No, they, they rejected, they, they rejected the us bid. reaching out to them on these official capacities. Yes. And then the RNC ended up choosing a different city 
And recently over since basically since the lawmakers have been back into into work since January of sixth, I believe, of this year, January seventh of this yeah. year. Uh, they have gone after the city of Nashville very aggressively. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. Been, there's been a lot of bills proposed uh, against the city of Nashville. One is the cutting of Metro Council in half. And this one's going to apply statewide. Uh, basically, you cannot have more than 20 council members on your city council. And we have to talk about this. Nashville has the third largest city council in the United States. New Correct. York, Chicago, and then us. Correct. And there's a way bigger cities than Nashville. We did a very, very in-depth episode on this in our archives. If you go to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com, you'll be able to see that episode. Go a few weeks back. Give a lot of context to the good, the bad, the ugly, all surrounding yep. what uh, the possible options are, and then go listen to Jeff's episode. Um, there's two other bills proposed. Yeah. One was the, taking, uh, the state of Tennessee taking over the sports authority. And the uh, Metro International Airport Authority. Well, there's a there's another one in addition to that, and that was uh, Music City Center losing its tax incentives from yes. the state. So there there, there's there, a, there is another one which yeah. was uh, potentially renaming parts of uh, Representative John Lewis Lake Boulevard after Donald Trump. Yeah. So uh, all of those, but the uh, the the council size have been uh, essentially taken off the table. Um, and then the, uh, was it a couple days ago, the, uh, council size reduction, um, bill, um, went through and passed through the house. Yep. And as of yesterday, um, it passed through the Senate, uh, by a pretty large majority. Yes. I would say. Yes. Uh, this is according to WSMV.com. Uh, state senators voted in favor of cutting the number of members on. So technically they're wrong. They didn't vote on specifically Nashville city council. They voted on a statewide, it's a statewide, a statewide bill. thing, yes. Yes. but everybody knows it's aimed at Nashville. So that's why it says that, um, well, there's, there's two other, uh, if I remember reading correctly, uh, unless the language, unless the language specifically says Nashville, which it does, I have, it does, I, it does not, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've read the bill and, uh, that's what I do in my free time is read bills. Um, <laughs> No, there's two or three other counties in Tennessee that have over 20 members on council. And so it's also going to reduce those those counties as well. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the WSMV goes on. In a 23 to 7 vote, the Tennessee Senate voted to reduce the current number of Nashville City Council seats on Thursday despite emotional opposition. To the proposal from several senators, the bill now heads to Governor Bill Lee's desk to sign, be signed into law. The question, Aaron, is will Governor Bill Lee sign this or will he veto it and it goes back to Senate and they do another vote? Um, so I'm literally looking on the website right now. Um, if you click the link on WSMB for mm-hmm. House Bill 0048 and Senate Bill 0087, I still may have a little bit of... Uh, discerning to do from okay, this. Okay, so the, the House bill has been signed by Governor Bill Lee as of is today the ninth or the tenth? Today is the uh, today is the tenth, so it would have been signed yesterday according yes. to this. But so, but the Senate bill, I don't really understand the difference between House Bill zero zero four eight and Senate Bill zero zero eight seven because as of the ninth, it says can companion House bill substituted is the last line item on there as of three nine 
Uh, so I'm, I'm not. And it could be the web. The, it could be the, <laughs> they haven't updated the website on, on House Bill. There's a lot that happened on the ninth. Yes. On House Bill, it says signed by House Speaker, signed by Senate Speaker, transmitted to Governor for his action, and signed by Governor. It says that on House Bill 0048 for the ninth. So basically, the way I if I can we put this, can we put that that yeah, Chris up? On, let's, on, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, let's put that up on screen, Chris Stewart's laptop. Uh, so we can see that. You zoom into House Bill 0048 yeah. on the right side, and we can see all of that. So basically, if I have this correct, and I may not, um, the House, the House, the General Assembly, the House, uh, they had a law that was proposed. Yes. And then there was a senator who sponsored the basically the same bill, but from the Senate side of things. Okay. And so now, uh, hypothetically, these two bills will become one. Okay, right, but it, okay. I so I, I think I think I that's how saying. I think I I, so, I I I think that's how these yeah. two bills, if they're from the House and from the Tennessee, and that's State why Senate. it says companion House bill substitute. Basically, the House bill is the Senate bill. Yes. Uh, but companion House bills uh, substituted. That means that House bill is the Senate bill, but it's represented by SB zero zero eight seven on the Senate side. Yes. But it's actually more of everything that came from HB zero zero four eight on the House side. Yes. But it says it is signed by the governor. So um, let's, uh, Chris, let's so, show the screen real quick. So you have SB zero zero seven. This is by Watson. And then you, you can see your co-sponsors bowling and uh, Yeager. And then you have zero zero four. And then you see all these co-sponsors. And then basically, it's the same. Can you can you read that uh, lo, that that little paragraph right there, and that gives a summary. This is where you'll see it doesn't actually say the word Nashville it in there. It doesn't say it at all. Local government general, uh, as introduced, caps at twenty the number of members that may be elected to the governing body of a metropolitan or municipal government. Amendments TCA Title so, Two. So, so yeah. uh, these a lot of news organizations probably have this very wrong. That uh, it's not in favor of cutting national specifically replies to all metropolitan. But the, there. the cool thing about this, and I, I actually use this website as a resource a lot. Uh, so you can go here. You could watch the committee bills, like the videos of the committees. Yeah, you can watch the conversations. You can read the summary here, and then you can read the bill, and then you have your fiscal note of how much this is going to cost. Wow. So like it's a very good breakdown, and then you can see all your yays and your nays and your uh, they do yays and nos, but yeah, they're it's nays for horses. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really know. don't know why they do. But okay. So <laughs> governor B governor Bill Lee has signed the house bill. Okay. Yeah. So probably today or sometime next week, he'll probably sign the Senate bill and it's become a law. Interesting. But the interesting thing that we brought up with Jeff Syracuse last week is, uh, election is in August for, for the mayoral yes. and city council members. So now they're going to have to rezone all of these zones in Nashville if Governor Bill Lee signs this. I don't think it'll take. It, it, I, I don't think it's going to take it, a long time. Not, but no, no, no. I don't think it will take place that quickly. Do you think it's going to be more of a 2025, 2024 thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, nothing in government has worked that quickly. That's true. In order to reassign these things by the time the next uh, election comes through. So I think this okay, will so be a, even, a even more here in, long even here in the summer, even here in the summary, it's saying fiscal year twenty four through twenty five, fiscal year twenty five through twenty six. Yep. So uh, it'll be a while before okay. something actually happens with it if it's signed. The election that but is th th this is interesting that is upcoming. I think we'll still have all the forty members. 
This is interesting. So this is on the bill summary. Uh, on and after the effective date of this bill, this bill generally requires the term for a member of the governing body of a metropolitan government to be for four years and requires the election for council members to be held on the first Thursday in August of 2024. This bill also provides that council members assume the office by September 1st. Okay. Uh, where was I reading this? Okay, maybe maybe it's going to be delayed. We need we need somebody yeah. that knows this stuff better than we do <laughs> on the show. We are trying our best here. Uh, all right, so <laughs> let's get to uh, this this next uh, item, this historic home um, in the neighborhood of Wedgwood, Houston. Uh, this is the Merritt Mansion. We talk about this off air with so many people. We were talking about it yesterday and Wednesday. So many people. Uh, this Merritt Mansion, the historic home, it's it, it's very hard to see mm-hmm. in Wedgwood, Houston. And you really have to know what you're looking for. It's available for. now. They knocked out those trees in front of the property. Oh, yeah, when I was okay. going to Humphrey Street Coffee, you can see the yeah. property very clearly. Now. Wow. Uh, so this, according to the National Business Journal, Merritt Mansion. Do we want to? Can you give some history behind? Yeah. Merritt so mansion? Um, basically, there is a, a man. So this is the mansion uh, that is being shown on the screen right now. And uh, basically, there was a man who had a revolutionary grant, and his name was Captain John C. Rains. That was from his his time in service. In service. For the Revolutionary War. Yes, for the Army of North Carolina. And uh, he moved here, and he had that particular plot of land in Nashville. He had a he had a much larger. It's not just where that mansion sits. Right, most of Houston. It was almost all of Houston. It was like two hundred and some acres. Yeah. Uh, but he had this plot of land, and then he had a daughter, and then she's the one who built this mansion. And that's pretty much the history of how this mansion got there. There we go. Uh, it was lived in for a very long time. It became a recording studio for the Kings of Leon. And then AJ Capital Group, I think, purchased it, what, it had to be two or three years ago? A year, maybe two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this historic mansion will be home to a contemporary fine art gallery only this spring and summer it will be free to the public Ooh. which is very interesting because most people have not stepped foot in this mansion even us and so that'll be very exciting um i am going to botch this pronunciation they, so bad i wish they had a pronunciation guide in here aj um, capital bought this in 2021 for 30 million dollars wow 30.9 million dollars so the, the gallery is called budget houston's uh circret by say gallery i'm totally messing that up it's by nashville native curator clarence edward uh this will be the first activation of the mansion under adventurous journeys or aj capitals ownership um and aj capital they also own the six acre site surrounding the Merritt mansion that will one day be home to a mixed use project we've talked about that on the podcast before um and uh, they they declined um, to post on, to comment on past plans to reposition the, the Merritt Mansion within the project site. I'm pretty sure they're just going to keep it exactly where it is. Um, and so that's uh, that's pretty cool. So you can read more about this with the article. We post all, all these articles in the show notes. If you want to, even the stuff we talked about earlier with the House bill and the Senate bill, uh, we will put that in the show notes for YouTube and wherever you are listening, you'll have access to those show notes if you want to dig deeper into these topics. Aaron, where have you eaten locally recently? Ooh, where if, have I eaten locally? Where did we just go recently? I feel well, like we last went week somewhere we recently. Did, uh, JJ's Barbecue down in Columbia. We did. We also did BB's Barbecue in Franklin. <laughs> we did. Those were, we had and, some, a lot uh, of barbecue lately. Yeah, and then uh, we also had um, Mule Town Coffee in Columbia. Ooh, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I've had this last week. I've had Chinese food. 
Okay. Because I lost power for 10 hours. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And I was like, but my Chinese I, restaurant has power. So this is weird. During the power outage, I did. I don't, I don't think I talked about this. I had Hue babies uh, during the power outage. I went from to Hunter Station, Station yeah, yeah. which we talked about on yesterday's, yes, uh, episode. Yeah, yesterday's with episode with Micah. Um, went to Hunter Station, and I had uh, Hue babies. I had the... Um, Oh my gosh, I'm gonna blank the barbecue the, burger. No, 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 the signature turkey sandwich. Uh, no, it's the signature uh, thing that they have that used to be like the the patty they'd serve oh, way yeah, back, yeah, only yeah. on the like nickel, Fridays. Nickel sandwich or whatever. That no, is. oh my gosh, I can't believe I don't remember this anymore. Uh, it's it's basically a blend of like chicken and soy. Yeah, and then they they fry that up and and uh, I'm gonna have to look this Was this it good? up. It really wasn't that bad, uh, but it's a it's a nice, it's one of those things. They only serve it on Fridays. I got the last the slider. One. I know exactly what you're. Oh talking my about. gosh, you are so close too. Slider. No, it's um the slum slum burger. A slug burger. Slug there burger. it is. There it is. It is I the slug burger. We've talked about this on our top burger video too, so you'll learn all about it on there uh, on Explore Nash on YouTube. There, if you want to. Uh, check out that we have a segment on Hugh Babies there, uh, but I had the Slug Burger and fries, and it was it was really good. It's one of those things where I've always wanted to try it. I haven't tried it yet, and it's not expensive to try. It's one of their cheapest sandwiches, uh, so I, I had it and it was good. Yeah, so I had a local Chinese restaurant in Donaldson, and this is my go-to place for coconut chicken. Coconut chicken, you yeah. say? So they have like this coconut sauce on chicken. It's remarkable. They have like coconut so good. shavings. On that, or is so, it more just the flavor in the no, sauce? No, it's, it's a pure white coconut sauce. Wow. Uh, with probably a lot of sugar. <laughs> um, but it's delicious. They're, yeah. And then they're lo mein. I had a, a chicken lo mein, and there was, it's just it, fantastic. It's my go-to place uh, for Chinese food. It's close, uh, and uh, it's absolutely delicious. One of our go-to things. I've, uh, ha- I've had a big cup this morning. Uh, I've had several cups this morning. Is Blessed Day coffee a sponsor of this show if you are looking for a great go-to coffee with some of the most fresh and sustainable sourced uh, beans and the best roast in town try blessed day coffee you can get 20 percent off with xplr20 use that code at checkout for 20 percent off go to blessedday.com we have a few roasts in collaboration with them we have a blonde roast we have an espresso roast absolutely incredible we've we've given some of these roasts uh to to friends to family they have all loved it. You get free delivery if you're here in the Nashville area. Uh, so if you are looking for a great go-to coffee, try Blessed Day Coffee. That's at blessedday.com. Uh, we are drinking out of their mugs today. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Cheers. Pretty you, cool. Aaron, there you you're go. on the other side of the table. We can't reach <laughs> each other. Uh, so go to blessedaycoffee.com. All right. This is a very interesting topic that we are about to introduce here because it's something that uh, will happen a lot. I think over the next few years, it's something that is continually happening happening here in Nashville. Um, and this is the a new neighborhood is I, I hesitate to say the word created um, more like I named named in a very official capacity N- named but this neighborhood's going to be developed as yes well. yeah yeah you're, you're usually it's like uh you know you identify it yeah you name it that fails you rebrand it yeah which happens in Nashville a lot and then you reveal it and then development hits it, it's it's interesting being in the neighborhood naming game 
like, okay, so and we're about to read this from the Nashville Business Journal, and it basically starts the first sentence as stakeholders. Uh, so basically, the people who own this land they get to name a it. lot of money. They get to name it. Yep. But I want to show this area before we even even get into it. So, Chris, go ahead and show my computer real quick. So basically, where this new neighborhood is going to be, uh, you have Demumbrian Street right here on the other side of the Four Seasons and the Pinnacle Building. You have Demumbrian Street right there. And it's going to go up to 3rd Avenue, basically to this corner, and then come up to 2nd Avenue and come back here and then go all the way over here to the Cumberland River. And then you have this area right here where the Wharf Park is going to be built. Yep. And so it's basically going to come around here to here to the Cumberland River, wrap all the way around. So this neighborhood is called going to be called South Bank potentially. It could be it could be a different name. It could be High Bank. It could be uh, the bank. Well, the stakeholders have uh, they've, they've already they've they, spoken. They have spoken. But I, I'm I'm not. I'm just straight up not a. It's not the best name that I think that place could have been. It doesn't. It get, it doesn't tell you the history of what that was. Yeah, I, I think and that they could have. I think they're they're really going after. Okay, East Bank, and now I want to be South Bank. They're really and then where do you think banking the, where, off of that yeah, yeah. East Bank name? Uh, the pun in is intended. And then the North Bank, and then the West Bank is well, yeah. going to be somewhere. We're, we're going to see all the banks. We're going right to have now. the Northwest Bank, yep. the Southeast Bank, yep. which is right over across the river. Like I would have um, preferred something like Peabody South. I would have preferred something like uh, like the Wharf. Like just they could have extended that name of that park mm -hmm. and that area into that neighborhood but they called it the wharf or uh named it after something with the ryman and thomas ryman yeah because his house because that's there. yeah that's where he lived yeah, yeah. um that and then the, the deep history of what sobro was and how sobro was the slums it was it was, it was disgusting at one point uh and, in Nashville. and there could have been a lot of history built mm -hmm. up into that I, south bank i don't think you're, you're exactly right it doesn't do it justice but I, I want to show this. So, Chris, go ahead and show my screen one more time. So now look at this. This is Greg, the Google guy. He's saying hi from a helicopter. <laughs> we haven't talked about Greg in a hot second. Uh, but you see you have you have the cumulus station right here. You have all these little townhomes here. You have a few apartment complexes here. You have this huge development right here in this parking lot. That's going to be Peabody Union. Uh, then you have Ascend Amphitheater. So you have a lot of development happening. But now I want to show this rendering real quick, Chris. So go ahead and close my computer for a second while I switch screens. And we're going to show this rendering. But what this rendering is about to show is there are massive buildings that are about to come into that neighborhood. Oh. So are you seeing, you're seeing the difference I'm seeing? Yeah. So we also wow. we, we know about the Centrum. Uh, that's going to be where the Cumulus Station is and everything. Right. Uh, we know about that. But like right. even where those townhomes were, there's a lot happening here that uh, has not been announced. Correct in this in this, re in this rendering of this neighborhood. Right. So who knows what is actually going to come through? Well, so right there. This. So you have the Sobro building. Let's throw this up again, Chris. I'm gonna zoom in. Okay, that's all I can zoom in. So you have the Sobro building right here where this mouse is. Then you have the Hayek Central. We know that they're already there. Yeah. This parking lot, uh, there's a parking lot right here, a premier parking lot. That's a building, and I know that's definitely going to be a building. Correct. This there, one, there are a lot. There are a lot of names uh, connected with this, which is very interesting. Yeah. So the Bode, they're already there. They're apartment like like little Airbnb type things. Correct. But Park Place is all completely new. Um, TBD, that's new. That's. 
that's to be determined. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm making sure, making sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tisman, uh, this is the guys who own the Rockefeller building out of New York. Which one is this? T- oh, Tishman, Tishman Spire. Spire. Yeah. yeah. And then you have Lot J. We know that building was coming. Peabody Union, they're already completely destructive. I think that's part of Cumulus and that those other townhomes that we just looked at. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I may have to. Yeah, Chris, I think you're while, right. while the, the, Let the, me pull up a side by side. So the Chris, topography on this map is awful. Yes. Uh, the the represent representation of the buildings are good, but you need the little hill of the uh, of the that area in order to uh, to do this. It is very interesting. South Bank, they're identifying Ascend Amphitheater, the Four Seasons, Pinnacle, Bridgestone. They are literally stealing from Sobro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the neighborhood, which is very so all half of their neighborhood is already built yeah. with uh with stealing from Ascend and Pinnacle and Bridgestone and Encore, Sobro, Hyatt uh Centric, 222. Um, so that is very interesting. Um, and, uh, I, I like how Husk is, is a little tiny building inside of this map. Um, rolling mill, uh, Hill is part of this. That's kind of where it ends. Um, and that's where the Ryman lofts are. Mm-hmm. So they uh, that is, that is very interesting uh, that most of this neighborhood's already built and well, this cr- entire neighborhood's going to be built and only like. Three things need to be new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, that uh, split screen did not work, so don't show my computer. Um, <laughs> so let's see. What else? Is there anything else in the, the business journal? Um, so basically, that this is the conversation from the developer of Peabody Union, and they want to potentially change the name. Nobody was interested in wiping away Rolling Mill Hill or Rutledge Hill or Sobro. We really see Rolling Hill, uh, Rolling Mill Hill, and Rutledge Hill as historic features at, or contours within a larger neighborhood. Okay, interesting. <laughs> that is interesting because you know they didn't want to wipe it away yet. South Bank, which is a less creative name, did wipe it away, essentially. Yeah. Um, to to a degree that you know you can have your little sectors within there, but I I can't really see. Uh, Bridgestone and the Sobro building and all that, you know, being connected. It's only, it's going, it's only going to Third Avenue. So Fourth Avenue is where Bridgestone is. It Bridgestone is in that rendering inside of South Bank. Uh, so because they're the streets that they were using to describe it is right here. So yeah. Um, so if you go the in there, you see the acre district boundaries would stretch from the Cumberland River at Demumbrian Street and rise along the river uh, riverfront up Rolling Mill Hill and Rutledge Hill and over to 3rd Avenue South, according to the news release. So go into that rendering one more time, and then we'll show this on screen one more time. Um, they they just literally reached over and grabbed the Bridgestone building. And the symphony center. And the symphony. Yeah, so it's only supposed to go to 3rd Avenue. <laughs> so 4th Avenue is not even supposed to be a part of this line. I I think I that rendering I think is developer made so I think I think that is the accurate the, I think this rendering is the accurate depiction interesting uh, of this and uh so it is very interesting to me that those are are parts of it because when you think of Bridgestone and Symphony you think of either Demumbrian yeah. or Sobro mm-hmm. or Symphony you're like that's oh, just off Broadway it's that close yeah so this is this is very interesting uh, you know, maybe it'll grow on me. I don't like it. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. th- I think 
and we we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Some of the namings of these districts and these little areas of Nashville, you're like, who are the people making these names up? Well, because uh, one of the biggest, um, it's, this used to be unofficially, um, was it Lobo? Um, there, there was there's talks of that in the article where it was more unofficially, like, what are we going to call it? Um, gosh, I'm trying to find Lodo. Um, which I don't even know what that stands for. That's what the Business Journal said. Uh, they said, Nashville Business Journal published news last summer of the Blossoming Neighborhood's first branding attempt, Lodo, which has now been scrapped in favor of South Bank. Lower downtown? I guess so. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a name, I guess, too. Yeah, but one of the other examples of a downtown neighborhood branding that got scrapped in favor of a better name is uh, Capital View, was North, North Gulch. Gulch for like a hot second. Yeah. And then it got replaced for Capital View, which is much better. I really like the name Capital View. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see. South Bank, we'll see if it sticks. Yeah, let us know in the comments what you would name this part of the neighborhood. Uh, my name would be... I don't know. That's why I want the neighborhood to be called. <laughs> It's just I don't know. I don't know. And so when you when people are saying I don't know, you just go to that neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I would say something off of the the history of it or something from the Thomas I like, Ryman I like Rutledge Library. Hill. Rutledge Hill would it's be already fantastic. I I would vote for that one if it was on the table. Uh, let us know what you think. See you guys Monday. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.